Kyler Murray got paid yesterday. Tom Pelissero, one of the men who broke the news, joins me right now to tell me everything you need to know about what led up to and the actual signing of Kyler Murray's contract extension. Alex Lancey, Locked On Cardinals. Here we go. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Yesterday was a big day for the Arizona Cardinals future. Kyler Murray inked a five-year extension, keeping him the Arizona Cardinals quarterback through the 2028 season. But this offseason hasn't been the smoothest. There's been a lot of storylines up and down. And to talk about it is one of the two-headed brethren over at the NFL Network who broke this story, Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network. Tom, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it, man. You got it. Big day for the Cardinals for sure. Now, I do want to ask you a question. I'm, I'm, I'm bearing the lead because are you and Ian Rappaport brothers when the TVs are off? Like, I, this is what I want to know. This is why I brought you on. No, I'm glad. Yeah, no, we're we're close. I was out in New York last week doing Good Morning Football, and so got up, had dinner with Ian at his uh, at his beach club that he belongs to up there. So we have a good relationship. It's a funny uh, backstory to the way that things played out this morning. And obviously, you're always keeping tabs on something as big as a Kyler Murray contract. But when I got the sense that this was going to happen, I called Ian. He was on the Peloton, continued to ride, panting into the phone did not turn down the instructor being like, let's go, let's push it. And I'm going, just dude, like, just give me a minute here. Like turn the volume down or something. And like three minutes later, uh, here it is. What a rascal. What a rascal your report is. Okay. So this off season for the Arizona Cardinals, it started with the Instagram and then the love letter slash declaration letter slash dear John letter that got, returned to sender, it seemed like, by the Cardinals. And then the trade for Hollywood Brown. And then, you know, the Pat McAfee show with Steve Kime. And then now here we are, five-year extension, $160 million in guarantees. Was it ever not going to happen? Well, the fact that there was little to no communication for months there certainly raised flags that this may end up going sideways. I think you have to go all the way back to the end of last season and the way that the Cardinals as a team played and the Kyler Murray played in that playoff game against the eventual Super Bowl champs, it was not pretty. Uh, there was some frustration from a lot of different people um, all the way up the food chain with the Cardinals that was expressed to Kyler Murray. Some of that then became public through the media in terms of what more the Cardinals wanted out of them. You have the deleted posts, you have the um, the lengthy statement from Eric Burkhart, Kyler Murray's agent, who's now at uh, Rock Nation Sports. Um, and, for, you know, from that point forward, at that point, Burkhart had put forward a contract extension offer from his side, which is not, you know, usually how this goes. A lot of times yeah. the teams are the ones starting it. You know, he had put that out there. They never responded. A month later, after all those other quarterbacks got paid, Burkhart said, you know what? 
that offers off the table because now it's going to cost you more than that. And then so, you know, you follow that for the next several months. The Cardinals are always consistent. We do these deals in the summer. It's a June, July thing. We will get to it. He's our guy. We're extending him. And when there were, you know, inquiries or interest in Kyler Murray trade-wise, that was the thing was that we're not trading him. So, you know, was it always going to happen? I think that there were absolutely edgy moments in this entire thing, especially because Kyler Murray, um, you know, from my understanding, and I said this on multiple times on TV, was not going to play for $5.5 million this right. year. It just wasn't going to happen. It was not in his best interest. We ended up not getting to that point because there was time to work it out, and they really hammered it out over the last couple of days here. Tom Pelissero, NFL Media Insider uh, at Tom Pelissero, NFL Network's Inside Training Camp, July 25th through August 10th. Did both sides win here? I mean, sometimes it seems like, like with the Packers situation, they didn't necessarily win, even though they won because they kept Aaron Rodgers. It seemed like with the Deshaun Watson contract potentially blowing the quarterback scale out of this world, it seemed like both sides kind of won here where he got a lot of money, technically more money per year than Deshaun Watson did. But did both sides win? It depends how Kyler Murray plays, honestly. I mean, mm. for the Cardinals, they didn't have to fully guarantee the deal, which is right. significant because there's a lot of teams. They're certainly not the only one that looked at the Deshaun Watson, two or three million dollar fully guaranteed contract and thought we are not going to allow the economics of the league to go in that direction, in part because of the funding rule. If they had fully guaranteed Kyler Murray's entire contracts, remember, this is five and two thirty point five tacked on to two years. And I think it's like 37 million left. All right. You paid him 30 million this year. You'd have to then put like a $250 million check in escrow next March. Teams don't want to do that. That's just money. That's out of your pocket at that point. So the win for Kyler Murray is the fact that he goes from making 5.5 million this season to making $30 million this year. He gets, I think it's 69 over two years and like 106.15 over three years. And if you compare that, to other recent quarterback contracts, it's a strong deal. The Watson deal notwithstanding, because that was its own thing. You had competition. You had several teams bidding. It was just a different situation. But you compare it to other deals that got done recently. I mean, go back to the Patrick Mahomes deal, which at the time you know, was the biggest contract in the NFL. It's still the longest. Um, but Patrick Mahomes makes less over three years on his deal, and Kyler's making over two years in his deal. So he cashes in now while he's still 24. Frankly, if he's still playing well, He's probably back at the table five or so years down the line here um, at a time that the salary cap will be rising. And the Cardinals get them locked in before some other inevitable deals that get done over the next 12 months here. They eliminate the fight. They eliminate the possibility that he holds out or holds in or refuses to play or whatever it is. And now you move forward and everybody's going to hope that the trajectory they're on, which is 2019 to 20 to 2021, continues in 2022. Absolutely. Tom Pellicero, NFL Network, joining me here for a couple more minutes, talking Kyler Murray's contract extension that he and Ian Rappaport, the on the Peloton, I'm going to save that just for me. I'm going to save that clip just for me. Um, it's a great moment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm one of many. <clears throat> so what Kyler Murray has done for this organization is something that is invaluable, in my opinion. And I implore people to not compare him to Josh Allen or Justin Herbert, or Joe, or Joe Burrow, or Patrick Mahomes, who kind of broke the mold of it's like, wow, they were ready well before others were in a natural progression to be a star NFL quarterback. Do you see Kyler Murray as a guy, from what you've seen so far in his ups and downs, as a guy that can change the trajectory of an organization that by all accounts, aside from the last 15 years or so, hasn't won a whole bunch? 
Well, I'm not a scout or a coach. And so just mm-hmm. in terms of like football talent, it's tough for me to compare. I certainly think that at this point there's a case, it's not a slam dunk case, but there's a case that Kyler Murray is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Um, Joe Burrow, I certainly think at this point you have to put in the top 10. Justin Herbert is in all likelihood going to be in everybody's top 10. Some of the other guys like you know Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are pretty clearly in the top five probably, and they're still young quarterbacks in the right. NFL. It's a great time to be an NFL fan, frankly, because you have this amazing group of quarterbacks. Yes, every year there's misses and there's quarterbacks that don't work out. But look how many good young quarterbacks there are. It's not just one guy. It's not just, you know, Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. You got a whole bunch of really talented quarterbacks. And Kyler's very talented. You know, the knock with him that, you know, came out and has been much discussed for the past six months here has been about leadership traits. And what I always go back to on that is if you talk to any scout, which I did, I read a big quarterback thing before every draft, you talk to every scout and coach. Everyone knew who Kyler Murray was. It's just he's a quieter guy. He's more to himself. He hung up with the baseball players in college, not the football players. He wasn't going to be that type A, you know, traditional leader type. But everybody at Oklahoma respected him because he's so, so good at football. And it's kind of the same thing in the NFL. Yes, is he going to be the rah-rah center of attention guy? Maybe not. Maybe that's not him. I do know this. Players can sniff out fake. And if you start faking it, then that's worse than not being a, a leader at all. So Kyler Murray is going to lead in his own way. He's going to do that by what he does on the field. Follow me. I'm really, really entertaining to watch. I'm a really good player. And again, they've gotten better every year. What they got to figure out is how do we can sustain that through the tail end of the season, which is where they've fallen off in the past right. several years here. But everyone talks about DeAndre Hopkins being out at the end of last season. Kyler Murray also had a significant ankle injury. It's a high ankle sprain. I mean, he was, he missed, uh, I don't remember how many games it was. He missed two or three games. Then he, you know, are you ever yourself after a high ankle sprain? Probably not. So let's see Kyler fully healthy. Hope that he can stay that way and see what he can do for a full season in 2022. Inside the train, inside training camp, July 25th through August 10th, NFL Network, Tom Pelissero. I, I, last one thing, and I, and thank you for, uh, thank you for joining me. I think it's a huge flex that you don't have to have a one, two, three at the end of your name on Twitter. I think it's something that gets over that gets overlooked a lot. At first name, last name, that's one flex that not a lot of people have. And Tom Pelissero. Pelissero is an uncommon enough name, but I was also an early adopter, circa like 2008 or 2009. So got in early. Happy to just happy to it all worked out. Tom Pelissero, thanks so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. You got it. Man, that was great stuff from Tom Pelissero. Coming up next, we'll break down what Tom said. Continue the conversation about the Kyler Murray contract extension and what it means for the Arizona Cardinals' future. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. That's next. But first, you know we love our sponsors here at Locked on Podcast Network and Locked on NFL. And one of my absolute favorite sponsors to talk about is none other than Bill Bar. I talked about Bill Bar yesterday. Talked about Bill Bar today. Coconut, brownie, chunk, puff. Coconut, brownie, chunk, puff. Okay, so this thing, I say this every time. Now, it's not in the copy. I made this up. Built bars taste like everything that your parents wouldn't let you eat when you were younger because they were too sugary. But let me tell you what. These things are actually good for you. All covered in chocolate. Coconut, brownie, chunk was, I think, the number one seed for all of our, in our Twitter DM, for the best flavor of all the best flavors. 
with Bill Bar. And now they have the marshmallow, the protein-infused marshmallow puff version. They're outstanding. They're sitting right, right over there for me. Low calorie, high fiber, low sugar, high protein. It's all you want. I have a protein bar. They're all covered in chocolate. As I mentioned, they're like six bites. They taste absolutely so good. You can enjoy them guilt-free because, again, they're actually good for you. They're the perfect treat when you've got a craving, when you need to satisfy your sweet tooth even, and they're good for you. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Go to Built.com. Buy a box of coconut brownie chunk puff. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order at Built.com. All right, second segment on this Friday edition of Locked On Cardinals. Great stuff from Tom Pelissero, one of the best in the business. NFL Network joined me to talk about the breaking of the news of the Kyler Murray contract, what it looked like this offseason when there were little to no murmurs about, and inevitably what it looks like for the Cardinals moving forward. Which NFL stars moved the betting line the most starting July 18th? A couple days ago, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online, available starting a couple days ago through today. On Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, Chris Carter and your boy Q go through 10 to 1. Kyler Murray is ranked 11. Check that out. Yesterday's show with Tyler Rowland and myself on Locked On NFL, free and available on all platforms. A lot of great insight from Tom Pelissero. Again, one of the best in the business. And a little uh, juicer to, to, to get out, you know, get you out for the weekend. Ken Summers from Arizona Republic is going to join me next a little national perspective on the contract extension, and a little home cooking from one of, the, one of the smartest minds I've ever come into contact with. It's covered the Arizona Cardinals and Arizona sports for a long time for AZ Central Sports. Ken Summers is going to join me and give his thoughts about the Kyler Murray extension. All in all, I guess the, the overall idea from Kyler Murray, $160 million in guarantees, that it's about right. It's about the wheelhouse that you expected the money to be. Team-friendly, player-friendly, everybody wins. The cap hits aren't huge. I think they're all under $40 million through 2024, which, yeah, it's big, but on the grand, in the grand scheme of NFL contracts with quarterbacks, it could be a lot worse. You know, when Tom came on, you know, it was interesting because it seemed like, unless we were talking about early on in the offseason, that people expected, I'm not putting words in Tom's mouth, but just all in all, people expected this deal to get done. And listen, I did the kind counter. Okay, I did. It was more to just, you know, it was more to, it was to get engagement. It was to have a conversation. It was to acknowledge the fact that it was over 50 days since he, then Steve Kime said on Pat McAfee's show that Kyler Murray was the future. And the amount of money that he got, I think was very business savvy by Michael Bidwell. It makes Kyler Murray happy. The fact that Rodney Hudson is coming back, you know, solidifies the fact that Kyler Murray is going to have his protection up front to keep the pocket deep for him to hopefully learn how to step up in the pocket a little bit better. This is <coughs> Kyler Murray is learning how to play quarterback at an NFL level in front of our very eyes. And so far, so damn good. Okay. So far, so good. They've got offensive firepower. The defense is lacking a little bit. I want to ask Ken, Ken Summers about that next segment. But yesterday, was a good day. Yesterday was a fantastic day for the future of the Arizona Cardinals. And we're going to find out in the upcoming years, you know, with Josh, with, um, with, with Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, we're going to be here twiddling our thumbs, looking like, woo! Luckily, they'd have to pay Kyler Murray that much, even though he probably would have been worth it. 
it's just it's a natural progression. Once again, natural progression is is sponsoring this segment. It's not. I'm going to talk about who does next, but we're going to look at this and be like, man, what a steal. And then I'm sure three three years from now, there's going to be restructuring or a, a boosting, adding on. This is the fun stuff. Now it's set and forget. Kyler Murray is the quarterback of the future for the Arizona Cardinals, and it's pretty damn sweet. Coming up next, Kent Summers, Arizona Republic, AZ Central is going to join me. We're going to talk about the progress of the Arizona Cardinals since 2018. I'm going to ask him about the defense a little bit and ask him his thoughts about this offseason as a whole and what inevitably turned into Kyler Murray getting a monster extension to stay the Arizona Cardinals quarterback at least through the 2028 season. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals with Kent Summers. Next, first, betonline.net. Fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of each league in every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf, BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all the sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They got you covered, man. Go to the website or use your mobile device today to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, final segment, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here, Jam Show, Tom Palacero. In the first segment, breaking down exactly how Ian, he and Ian Rappaport broke the Kyler Murray contract story together while Ian Rappaport was on the Peloton. Pretty insightful stuff there. He kind of talked about the offseason and how things have matriculated to this point. Um, one of the minds that I respect the most surrounding the Arizona Cardinals and just human nature in general joins me right now. Um, Ken Summers has been covering the Arizona Cardinals for a long time here in the Valley. Um, Ken, how the hell are you, man? I'm doing well, Alex. How are you? Good, good. So this offseason's been interesting clunky at times quiet at times eventful at times now everything has come to pass like most had expected uh rodney hudson joining the team for 2022 we found out a couple days ago and now kyler murray will be the signal caller through the 2028 season for the arizona cardinals immediate reaction when you saw the numbers come down the 160 million in guarantees over five years if those numbers hold up, I mean, it, it, it looks like the kind of deal everybody kind of expected in the range everyone expected. A um, couple of people I talked to who are familiar with negotiations, not these in particular, but um, quarterbacks looked at it and, like, and said, look, they're going to throw out the Deshaun Watson deal. He's not getting a fully guaranteed um, got, you know, deal, but it'll be somewhere around $45, 46000000 dollar average. 150, 160 million uh, guaranteed for injury, and that's where it where it came in at. And you, you kind of got the feeling that something was going to happen before camp. It was just really quiet on on both sides. Nobody was really talking about this, which led me to believe that there were serious negotiations going on. Ken Summers at Ken Summers on Twitter, Arizona Republic, AZ Central, um, covering the Cardinals for a long time. Was there ever a moment where you were like? This may not get done. Not not to the point of like I'm gonna I'm gonna have an article waiting. But like, was there some sort of inclination going on in your brain where it's like this may not be as you know uh, copacetic as it seems? At the very beginning, uh, I remember uh, you know being at the Super Bowl when Chris Mortensen and and others broke news about you know people from the team. They want Kyler to be more mature, more of a leader. Uh, improve his body language and then 
you know, Kyler's people supposedly responding that, you know, he felt like he'd been scapegoated for that disastrous loss to the Rams um, in the playoffs. It, it was then I thought, uh oh, you know, maybe maybe this is going to get acrimonious, you know, and then and then his agent, Eric Burkhardt, starts pushing very publicly for a deal, turns it into a referendum on the cards, mm -hmm. um, um, commitment to winning. You know, if they're committed to winning, they'll give my client a, a contract sooner rather than later. Sort of at that point, I thought, wow, I wonder if this gets done this year or if the whole if, if the Cardinals legitimately feel that way about Kyler, if they'll just table it for a year and then see where they're at in 2023. But, you know, within a month or two after that, um, you really got the feeling the Cardinals were sincere in believing that Kyler Murray was their future, that they would take care of him. They were just going to do it in their own timeline in the summer, which is when they have extended most other contracts. Uh, of, of young players. And, and that's exactly what happened. So a long answer, not, not for the last few months, I I've got every indication that this was going to get done right around the time of training camp. Kent Summers, we were sitting not shoulder to shoulder, but at the same extended table in the press box week one of 2018, when the Washington professional football team came to state farm stadium and the Arizona Cardinals offense was on the field for five minutes in the first half. We've come a long way from that. And the terrible 2018 season, 14.1 points per game. Sam, uh, Sam Bradford, Josh Rosen, etc. With even though the second half of the last two seasons, you know, weren't exactly what you looked for. Kyler Murray for, through the first three years, what grade would you give him? Not only for elevating this offense for you know peaks and valleys, everything. I mean, as a human being, as growing as a young quarterback, what grade would you give him? to date as the Arizona Cardinals quarterback? Um, it's a good question. I haven't really thought about it in terms of grade. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a, uh, a B plus. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, the, the second half fades that have gone on the last three years, really losing five of the last six last season, I think seven of nine the year before that five of seven the year before that. I mean, that's also, on him. I mean, he was banged up in, in a lot of those seasons and and either out or, or playing hurt. And and I do think that the questions about his body language, his leadership skills, I think those are all legitimate. I mean, I think the team had legitimate questions about that. And I I I, I believe the team wants to see improvement from him in those areas. I also think the team looks at it and says he's he turns 25 August 8th, I think, and there's a lot of time for him to uh, make those improvements. So I, I'll say a, I'll say a B plus. I mean, certainly he helped make the team uh, relevant. Uh, obviously, after that 2018 season. I mean, I'm not saying he was the savior because that was such a colossally bad roster that Steve right. Kime assembled that year. Um, they they needed to make wholesale changes in a lot of places and. And they did. And it's not like Kyler Murray has flipped a switch for the Cardinals and they, they instantly became legitimate. I mean, it's been a slow, gradual process, incremental improvement over the three years. And that's why, I, I, you know, there's some pressure on him and obviously too, Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime to, you know, to do more this year than just get to the playoffs. Yeah. Ken Summers, uh, AZ Central, Arizona, Arizona Republic, um, you know, I've talked a lot this offseason about the defense, about, you know, two third-round picks from Jai Sanders and Cam Thomas understood there were some needs there when Chandler Jones 
you know, left for, for the, for Vegas. I see. And I, I love Kent. Cause like, if, if I say something stupid on Twitter, you're just going to once in a while I'd be like, Nope, that's not right. And I love that. <laughs> that's a relationship that I want to have with, with people, with, with my peers and friends. I have this thought and this is not a doomsday scenario. This is if things don't go to plan, like you hope they will with this high powered offense that is going to hover around. You'd think 27, 28, 29 points per game, all things equal that if things don't go to play on the defensive side of the ball, is there a chance that Vance Joseph could be looked at as some sort of scapegoat, even though the defense has taken a, a step back, I think, depending on the emergence of Isaiah Sims and Zayvon Collins, they are the X factor, I think, for the defense this year. Like, is the defense going to be looked at as the reason why the Cardinals didn't win more games if the Cardinals put up 20 or 29 points a game and win nine or eight? It could be, um, and if if Vance Joseph is made the scapegoat to me, that's immensely unfair. Agreed. Um, because his defense has really outperformed Cliff Kingsbury's offense over the last two seasons, for, for sure. And then you take away from that defense, um, you know, an elite pass rusher in Chandler Jones. And granted, maybe he didn't put up the numbers last year that they expected, but it was still somebody that uh, – the opposing team had to worry about. And now Thank who, you. who have they got? I never saw the plan there. You know, it's, it's, it's Marcus golden and, and some young guys and you hope JJ Watt can stay healthy, but yeah, to, you know, the two first round picks at inside linebacker, you mentioned have yet to prove they're worthy of being first round picks. They're awful thin at cornerback. Um, I, I don't know that you can fault a coach if if a defense struggles when you you know didn't make a lot of moves if any to to upgrade it in the offseason. Does that surprise? Like, did, what was your immediate reaction to when you first started getting an inkling or first started hearing rumblings? If you did that, they were going to trade for Hollywood Brown instead of drafting a twenty three overall. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hear any rumblings at all. I mean, it was uh, the the you know the day they did it you know i think the suns were in the playoffs mm. at the time and i was i was busy doing that and i thought oh okay hollywood hollywood brown i guess you know that made sense later when we found out about the, the suspension of uh deandre hopkins um but yeah to me it's <laughs> i actually thought and i you know i don't mean this to bash steve Kime all the time but i also thought that's a better use of a first round pick than what he's done lately with the first round pick yeah, it just it yeah agreed. It just it's unfortunate that his agent is now notorious for getting his players contract extensions before their rookie scale deal is up. I mean, Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, Debo hasn't gotten his yet, but you're hoping that Hollywood Brown plays well this year and is cool with playing on his fifth year option before they have to pay him after this year. I mean, money's going to start getting tight. So I don't know. It's 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 yeah. It's been a fun off season. Let's just say yeah, that. you 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 look at the you look at the prospect of paying both him and DeAndre Hopkins at the same time. You know, can they um, afford to do that? Uh, you, you know, you could really, if you're a Cardinal fan, there's reason to worry down the road. You know, you've got a center, Rodney Hudson, who's contemplated retirement. We think that's the reason. You know, he stayed away in the offseason. You have a left guard uh, in Pew, who said, you know, he contemplated retirement. You've got uh, DJ Humphreys in the last year of his contract. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things that are going to have to be taken care of 
after this season. But, you know, like like my mom always warned me, you know, don't go borrowing trouble, you know, <laughs> stay, stay, try to her way of her way of saying, you know, try to stay in the moment. We we cover the Cardinals. It comes with the damn territory. Ken, Ken Summers at yes. Ken Summers on Twitter. Uh, Arizona Republic, one of the best to do it. Thanks so much for joining me, man, on a Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you Monday.